listener production. Bring in the drip, the pee, and the love. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Happy Wednesday to you. Matt and Alex are here and we're going to be joined by another couple of likely lads in Holy Holy. Jeez, I mean, they sort of snuck up this amazing back catalogue, matter kind of quite diverse music. Yeah, well, it gets even more diverse with their latest track. It's called Messed Up. We're going to be chatting to them all about it. And I'm absolutely loving the new sound and the new direction that this particular drop has taken. Let's do it. It's all day breakfast with Matt and Alex. G'day. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Would you ever get any cosmetic surgery, Alex Dyson? Oh, not really. I don't think I'm, it's, I feel like cosmetic surgery on me would be like getting really quality premium insurance for a $500, you know, 82 (laughs) Toyota Camry. It's like getting, yeah, the full spoilers and everything on a, (laughs) <laughs> on a little Ford Fiesta. I hear yeah, you. 8 inch alloy wheels on your Daihatsu Charade. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Come on. You can soup up any car, bro. I promise. You can put a turbo on anything. Yeah. Um, Why? Have you been thinking about it? Nah, look, I, I, would, I wouldn't mind a little bit of lipo just around the belly. Get, get rid of some of the extra just flop <laughs> around there. You want to give your flop a chop. <laughs> yeah, but I was... When I was younger, I was very, um, very subconscious of my big puffy nipples. I didn't like those. So what would so you I do? Thought... Unp- <laughs> go, excuse me, doctor. Can you, uh, do you have the technology to unpuff nips? Uh, I think it's, that's when you fup them. Uh, it's the opposite of puff. <laughs> <laughs> you give them the fup. I reckon if I was single, so one of the, one of our listeners, Michael, uh, shout out for the constant updates. Michael has been sending me updates on his hair transplant journey. Oh yeah. We chatted to Mike. Um, his one-way ride on Turkish hairlines is gobble, uh, looking. <laughs> it's looking very. It's looking good, man. I'm looking at the results. I was like, ooh, ee. I did see a um, video pop up of Machine Gun Kelly. Oh yeah. Um, who I think got it done, and the person was just like, "It's an incredible one." Well, that's the thing. I mean, so many people do it, especially in my biz, you know. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, okay, you know, if I was. I don't know. Would I do it? But funnily enough, right? Because I mean, I was also speaking to an actor, uh, an actor um, who had done gotten a bit of Botox in the in the forehead, mm-hmm. and they were a, a bit like, uh, "It's good. Like I look good." Also, struggling to frown a little bit. Yeah, when you have to act and your <laughs> yeah. face portrays your emotions. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. they were a little bit like, "This is getting a bit tough." Just to, just to, and they were like, "Look at me. I'm actually frowning right now." And I swear <laughs> to God, they were not. <laughs> I was like, you're joking. And they're like, this, I'm literally frowning at you right now. I'm like, your face has not moved. How can you like storm out of a restaurant because of bad service? Or, you know. Well, you certainly can't tell the doctor that you're unhappy with their procedure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you can't. But at another party, I was speaking to someone who's had the opposite of the, the Turkish hairlines done. What is that? 
they are um, from a Eastern European, Middle Eastern-ish area background, mm-hmm. right? So quite a lot of natural body hair. Mm-hmm. And they um, got rid of a lot of it. Whoa. You know, in key areas. Mm. In their kind of mid to late 20s sort of thing. What, what, what do you mean key areas? <laughs> what do you think I mean? <laughs> Oh, you know, shoulders. What do you think I'm talking about? I'm imagining uh, the cricket analysis where they have the the hot spot <laughs> where Scotty Boland just hits the same spot every time. I thought you were talking about a pitch. Yeah, pitch map of where the ball lands. No, I, I thought you were talking about the old Tony Gregg um, <laughs> checking out the cracks. <laughs> but um, it's not unlike that, mm. if you know what I'm talking about. So they've, they've yeah. had that done. And they now... Like... like you know, the best spinners, they do aim for the cracks. Oh, can we, can we not? They, now it's just getting into <laughs> undeniably blue territory. Yeah. Um, well, well it's, it's serious though, because, you know, I've got a bit of bum hair down there, right? If I want to get rid of it, the problem is, is like, I've got hairy thighs and hamstrings. So <laughs> once you do the bum, it's like you're wearing trousers or something <laughs> when you're naked. It's like your bottom half's got a goatee. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do? You do the legs and then you got to do the whole thing. Like, where does it end? That's exactly it. I mean, that's like, you know, a couple of guy friends I knew went through a stage of going a full shave on that key mons area. And, um, but then of course the skin below it, you know, that, that hangs below it is very <laughs> wrinkly and very difficult to... Get a razor across. Oh, And so yeah, they yeah. ended up just looking like with a whole area that looked like an angry bikey, you know, like just. And so <laughs> Snuffleupagus would join the he- join Hell's Angels or whatever. So, like, so it, you know, so but anyway, the point is yep. this person at the party who had gotten that whole area, you mm. know, front area completely gone in their mid-20s, now mid-30s, and they're like, I regret it. I just mm. regret it a bit, you know, because yeah. they're like, now the trends have changed. It's a little bit different. And they're like, and I don't know what I was, what I was doing it for. I think I was trying to be attractive to other people and really I didn't care about it. Mm-hmm. And so then now they're like, oh, I wish I hadn't gotten it all, you know, properly lasered off. Yeah. Damn. So I thought I'd ask you listening at matt.n.alex on Instagram, what you've regretted in your cosmetic surgery or procedures um, journey. Were there successes and, and in the mix as well? Like, did you ask? I'll tell you right now that four out of the five responses were all making fun of my hair. <laughs> so, <laughs> so <laughs> when it comes to responses <laughs> like your hair, it's, it's pretty lean. <laughs> yeah. And we're not getting any new ones. Um, oh, here, one person did get in touch with us. Amanda got in touch with us. Said, I regret not going to a franchise for my Botox. Oh. Did the small business, 700 bucks, didn't last as long. Right. So, you know, there you go. Sometimes you got to go to the big dogs. Sometimes name brands in that instance are uh, mm-hmm. potentially more reliable. Yeah. But look... We make no apologies for the fact that we will add laugh lines, smile wrinkles, and an overall 
damage to your face due to <laughs> yeah. the joy that this podcast will hopefully bring to you each and every morning. We do need to put a warning label on it, don't we? <laughs> we will. Matt and Alex will aid you. Yeah. Every day. Gloriously so. Exactly right. But um, we also do need to have a disclaimer, you know, when talking about potentially getting um, plastic surgery, I did want to read out this written statement. <clears throat> Every day is so wonderful, then suddenly it's hard to breathe. Now and then I get insecure from all the pain. I'm so ashamed. I am beautiful, no matter what they say. Words can't bring me down. I am beautiful in every single way. Oh my God. It took me so long to figure out what you were yes, doing. Words can't bring me down. <laughs> I, oh no. I honestly, I was like, so what don't is? you bring me down today. <laughs> this is all day breakfast. Oops. Matt O'Kine, you seem like the kind of guy who loves an upgrade. Bro, I've never had a really good one, a really <laughs> good one. You know, you hear about people, they're, they're getting into their, you know, 13B seat for the long 24-hour flight to London or whatever. Mm -hmm. They get the tap on the shoulder. Oh, excuse me, sir. Excuse me, madam. There's an opening up in business class. Would you like to just kick back, have the shardies delivered to you by hand every single... In a minute of this flight. I've never had it, mate. Yeah. Have you? Nah. Never had the upgrade. They say go to go to the um airport dressed really nicely. And I'm like, I I'm know. sitting on a plane for this long. I do not want like the button of my jeans poking into my belly. <laughs> it's elastic waistband or nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh, but, but why? I mean, and you know this is a sensitive topic. I did get demoted. I did get downgraded <laughs> recently from yep. my Virgin Australia frequent flyer program was platinum. Now I'm just gold. <laughs> well, I heard recently a friend told me about his upgrade could be up there with one of the greatest upgrades of all time. Ooh. Okay. Does a bit of traveling for work. So is a like member, like a, I think almost like a, a gold member of some hotel chain. You know, that you always go there and like, and do you want to sign up for our deals? I'm like, I, in all seriousness, will never be here again. Don't bother signing me up. I'm not giving you my email, not giving you my phone number. Don't worry about it. I did this with a hotel, right? Because yeah. when I was platinum, when I was, um, certain hotels were doing status matches to their programs, oh. right? So, you know, often you do the status match for if you're gold and virgin, you can get gold on Qantas if you write them an email or whatever you say, or they, sometimes they run programs. Good luck. So this, this particular hotel chain was doing a status match to people who were platinum or whatever on yeah. these flight things. So suddenly you become a high up member of these hotels without ever having stayed really at mm. any at them, right? But a lot of them have little lounges, like in the <laughs> hotel between like five and seven <laughs> o'clock. You can like go to their like little hotel lounges. It'll be on like level 20 of the building. Little secret lobby. Yeah. Free drinks, free snacks and stuff. So there was times when for a while, just do the little drop in, flash the card. <gasps> you weren't even just, staying at the hotel. You just showed the card. I was just the in card. the city. Oh. I was just in the city. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly yeah, I'm having good. a few little sn snackaroos. That's you know? really good. Well, my mate's part of the deal is you always get like a an upgrade to the next available sort of 
room. They'll give you like a king king size room or whatever. Instead of a queen, they'll give you a double queen or a queen with a yeah. a view or a queen, you know, up one. Yeah, one instead level of looking out at the garden, you're getting the the pool view. Yeah. Well, yeah. he'd had lots, flying to Europe had so many delays. It'd been about 40 hours, okay, by the time he gets in. Now, coming from Australia, he's in the pluggers, not only just wearing the thongs, from what I was told in the story, because he said I was wearing thongs, someone could pipe up, tell him what kind of thongs. It was like AstroTurf thongs. It's like you're oh walking my on God. fake grass everywhere you Producing go. Producing that literally <laughs> just gagged. Just dry reached in her mouth just then. Had to cover her mouth with the hand and went, oh. So gets into Milan, right? Gets along to the hotel. It was about, about 109, 200 euro a night, sort of lowest price you could get that night. Gets up to the desk, stinking to high heaven of 40 hours of, you know, coach travel. Mm. <laughs> At that particular hotel, very famous Italian brand, Versace, was having an event. They'd booked Ooh. out the entire hotel to do this event. Wow. Okay. But upon check-in, <laughs> he got to the desk and said, hey, flashes the card. And he's like, oh, you get the upgrade. And they're looking through. Oh, no, can't go to that one. Booked. Versace booked. This one's next one's booked. The rules are we have to give you an upgrade. <laughs> the only room we have available, presidential suite. Yes! Over in Milan. And this is, they've got like the Versace signing, the conference room, everyone's coming around. And the man that comes out of there is the head of Versace, okay, <laughs> to go and ask them because he needs to book another room whilst this has happened. And so he's just got in, just got given the presidential suite. They're going through this stuff and he overhears the conversation with the head of and of Versace, like, oh, we need another room. Like, what is, what's the best you can do? And it's like, well, now it's this, now it's the bottom <laughs> the one. The bottom one. The very bottom one. <laughs> He's like, there's nothing else. Well, what is, well, what is the best room you have? And say, well, it's probably the presidential suite. <laughs> and he'd overheard the conversation. And so apparently this guy from Versace goes, and you gave it to him? <laughs> <laughs> does this Aussie it's flown in in his AstroTurf pluggers? <laughs> don't, don't joke, mate. I swear you can, you watch the catalogs. Versace are going to drop. They, he would have walked back into that party and been like, there is some power player in there yeah. wearing green AstroTurf thongs. <laughs> Whoever he is, he must be powerful. Yeah. Next thing you know, the Versace catalog is going to have Astro everything. <laughs> I smell toast. Well, Matt, it is time to chat to one of Australia's most popular and most versatile rock bands are summed up by their latest release, which is Absolute Fire, sounding completely different as well, helped by the vocals of Australian hip-hop artist Kwame. It is Holy Holy. Their new single is called Messed Up and sounds like this. And to tell us all about it, Tim Carroll, Oscar Dawson. Hello. Hey. How are you going? Good. Thanks so much for joining us, Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. And um, also, Alex is dead right. It does sound pretty different to anything you guys have done before. I mean, let's start at the beginning with this 
track messed up. Well, okay. Um, there is a long story, but I won't give you the full long story. Mate, we're not on radio anymore. It's not tight and bright. You can <laughs> just lean back. We'll grab the popcorn. <laughs> we can go to your childhood if we need to, Oscar. It's whatever you need to do. We're happy to get all facets of this incredible tale. I was hoping to speak about, about my childhood a little bit today, <laughs> if you want. But um, no, no, we had this track rolling around for a long time that was sort of like, we, we never really got it finished, I suppose. And we had all these different demos and different permutations of this song. And then by a sort of, I guess, happenstance or opportunism, opportunityism, <laughs> yep. we, we hooked up with Kwame and um, he kind of, brought it back to life in a way and um and uh it was like sort of unplanned in a way this whole thing with Kwame like um we were doing a session with another great artist Tasman Keith mm -hmm. um the hip-hop artist um from New South Wales um and that was great and he, he's friends with Kwame and we were having trouble with a section on this song that we were working on a different song um and Tasman said oh why don't we why don't I give Kwame a call and um we just assumed that like great. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Maybe we'll send him some files and he'll work on something. And, you know, in a week we'll hear something back or nothing. Um, but he came to the studio in 20 minutes. He got there. He helped us out on this song with Tasman and we sent him a bunch of other songs that we had in our Dropbox. Cause we were like, help please. And, um, wait, did you, did you call him or put a, like a spotlight on the sky with a fire emoji like in it? Yeah, and then yeah, Kwame yeah, yeah. just sails in. Yeah. in the, in the Kwame mobile, he kind of came in and swooped on in. And, um, and like literally within 12 hours, like the next morning I woke up and I was, um, I, on my phone, there was an email from him with a whole like verse written to this, um, this tune. And like, I was like, yeah, my mind's blown. This is awesome. <laughs> that is, it is really awesome. Cause it's a combination that I never would have, uh, you know, imagined to happen. Um, when you were looking at the title of the track messed up, was that him or you like was you know because sometimes you're naming things files and then like you're like oh messed up uh yeah. you know messed up dot mp3 draft one whatever <laughs> did he do that well, or was it you I, i'll let him speak sorry mate but i will i will keep talking myself for a little bit longer um <laughs> one thing that's important when you're writing songs is even if you've just got an audio file like there's no sorry a music file with no lyrics or singing give it a name don't just call it july 3rd whatever idea or, yeah, yeah. or idea one or you know uh bouncy groove 101 or whatever you call it <laughs> give it a name but I'll, I'll let tim take over now yeah i mean you're you're actually on to us um pretty insightfully there with regards to like track names and demos and where it came from because i i had written a couple of verses when we first wrote the song and it kind of starts with that like it was all messed up and um and so we kind of named the song messed up but then we kind of abandoned it and it was just sort of kicking around in Dropbox. And the version that Kwame got had no lyrics at all. So none of my vocals were in it, but the track was still called Messed Up. And then he wrote his bit and then sort of took the file name and made it the chorus. So it kind of ended up working well because then it tied in with the verses that were written. That is absolutely incredible. And I love, you know, artists doing departures of sound. It's always that risk, though. Um, is this Holy Holy's Kid A? And what, what do you, what do you think are some of the best departures in sound or like, you know, sidesteps of, from artists? Have you got any favorites through, throughout oh. history of, of songs that, you know, you're not, you're not well, sort of completely yeah, yeah, mean, doing that. 
Kid, Kid A is a good example because I'm I'm a big Radiohead fan and I love. But I mean, when I was a wee tacker, when Kid A came out, I was genuinely confused mm. about what was happening, and I'm like, <laughs> I, I I did find it hard to listen to. I was like, I don't know what this is. I'm not not sure yeah. what to make of this. And now I'm not saying that anything we've done is anything like on the level of Radiohead, but um. I I don't know what other good examples I can think of, but we the thing for us is just I mean speaking personally, is a little bit of the boredom factor can kind of creep in sometimes with like writing songs in certain ways. So we just like to change it up a bit, I guess. I think Alex Turner said recently he's tried to write new songs that are sort of reminiscent of the old Arctic Monkeys sounds, and he just feels like he's doing a parody of his own band. Like <laughs> he, he can't really. You know, do it. It sounds like it's, it's a joke because you do grow and evolve and stuff like that. You change. And also there's a risk in not changing too. Mm. You know, there's a risk in that as well. So, you know, we, we, we could we could make a record similar to maybe our first album, but that in itself might be a risk. It's it's weird though. You know, you do we do. We have been getting a few Instagram comments on posts since we put this song out of like, some of them are really lovely. People are super nice. But some people do the kind of like, it's kind of a compliment, but also... <laughs> You know, also not quite. Oh, I love this new sound. Um, yeah, like you know, it would be cool if with your amazing, beautiful guitar stuff on it, Oscar, or something like that. So it's kind of a compliment, but also like not. Even even when people just say, "Oh, it's awesome to see these guys taking risks," it's like, yeah, but you're not saying whether they're paying off or not. Like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. you're not clear clarifying whether you like the risks or not. Um, so I want to know about whether you guys have messed up. I mean, we did a segment on this podcast for a little while called Career Enders. Let's talk about actually messing up. Tim <laughs> and or Oscar, what, what's what's a time that you did the jumps out to just, you're like, oh, I really messed up. Could be a job, oh, it could be God, a relationship, um, could be a date. A date. I put I put unleaded petrol in a diesel generator once. How As I walked away, out? I looked back and, the, and there was a big D written on the, um, <laughs> I was like, oh. did you, did you have know. to pay for it or anything? Um, like I had to pay with my pride and with my, mm. my reputational damage. I feel whenever that happens, just out of nowhere, like a dad just suddenly materializes <laughs> and just tuts and shakes his head at you. Like, what are you bloody doing? <laughs> Oh, that that's going to be going on for the rest of my life. Even like my, my dad is st still with us, but even when he's not, he's like, he'll be on my shoulder no matter what, every time. Yeah. Diesel in it. That's what you yeah, got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I messed up uh, with an old band once where we just failed, basically. We put a lot of effort in and failed. Um, <laughs> and it, it didn't work. Um, and I came home from, I was living overseas, came home with my tail between my legs and I was a bit too old to like not have any money you know <laughs> um and i was that i was there with my folks chatting and dad's like oh how are you going with all your you know your, your, your tax and everything like just boring talk and i'm like oh, it's all good dad i don't have to worry about tax because i'm not going to break the tax-free threshold <laughs> <laughs> all good and and i'm like as i say i'm way too old to not be breaking the tax-free <laughs> threshold and so and my dad's um my dad's english and he goes oh like that <laughs> the tax-free threshold like that <laughs> verbatim you must break the tax-free threshold and like there's a life goal it you. really resonated with me you know like the idea that i'd really that was the thing that i'd up the most out of everything was 
like disappointing my dad. Oh, well, you can help Oscar and Tim oh break God. that tax-free threshold by heading along to their national tour, which is heading across Australia from the 14th of April, uh, kicking off in Wollongong, the Cambridge and Newcastle, the Princess Theatre in Brisbane should be great as well. Torquay gets a gig. So does Frio. Canberra and uh, also Liberty Hall in Sydney as well. There's a couple of Melbourne gigs. There's a Margaret River gig. Make sure you uh, go check them out because you've got some awesome supports as well. Kwame will be there to help help bring this song to life. Messed up. It's good to be reminded where we're playing, Alex. That's actually <laughs> super helpful. <for laughs> I'm like, Margaret River. <laughs> Margaret River, shit. <laughs> yeah, tee um, up for the Chardonnay, boys. Um, yeah. Lovely spot. Check out holyholymusic.com for all of the deets and head to your favourite streaming site to listen to Messed Up by Holy Holy featuring Kwame. Oscar, Tim, thank you so much and good luck breaking that threshold in 2023. <laughs> Matt and Alex. Thank you, Matt and Alex. Good to see you again. Good to see you. In your ages. Thank you. Hopefully see you out on the on the road when you're coming through. Yeah, oh, that would be awesome. Come to a show if you can or want welcome. to. Come and hang out in the green room and help us think our rider. Okay, <laughs> perfect. Yeah, well, when Careful you're in Melbourne, you I'll, send you a, I'll send you yeah. a message. That would yeah. be awesome. Come along. We'd love that. And thank you for listening to another Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. We sincerely hope we get to see you same time, same place tomorrow. Until then, bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.